Star Wars Extra. Star Wars then, Star Wars now, Star Wars forever. Ryan Moore has been a lifelong toy collector. Most people throughout the toy community know Moore as Daddy-O's Toys and Comics, the world-renowned plastic crack dealer. For the past three years, Daddy-O's has been shipping collectibles around the world from his main base in Florida. I recently had the pleasure of interviewing Mr. Moore to better understand the journey to Daddy-O. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Moore, a.k.a. Daddy-O. What's up, Ryan? What's going on, Mike? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <clears throat> oh, no problem, man. I've been I've been wanting to do this. I I want to interview my plastic crack dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Should I disguise my voice? <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. I mean, it's, it's not illegal stuff. It just sounds uh, like exactly. <laughs> exactly. So everyone has an action figure childhood story. Do you mind sharing what what yours is like what toys you were interested in growing up any specific stories like that come to mind absolutely yeah you know obviously i'm, I'm in my mid 40s so star wars was pretty big in the mid 70s uh so star wars you know there's that you know i had a few figures and you know the, the memories of course was you know uh, someone running over walrus man and uh, han solo's head coming off so those are the ones that i wanted back you know what i mean those are the ones that i searched out through my childhood and through my collecting days and those are the ones that you know i had some uh the megos uh when i was at my grandmother's house i'm very young some pictures of me playing with some toys and and uh i was like i gotta have those again i gotta find what those are and that's probably about three or four years ago i started to kind of like you know getting into finding out what these things were that i had and kind of just kind of piecing those memories back together and try to find those missing pieces that i had long ago just trying to rebuild your childhood Exactly. I mean, like I said, I had one Han Solo, I had the Hoth Han Solo, and his head popped off, and I glued it back on, and it kept coming off. And, you know, it's just one of those lingering memories that you just kind of go, I want a Han Solo, and his head doesn't come off. You know what I mean? I'm sitting right on my shelf, and I, that's great. <laughs> you know, I just want that piece back, and, you know, my wash hand was run over, so, so all those broken pieces, you know. So was Han Solo what inspired you to become a serious collector? I mean, are you are you really a serious collector? Do you like the room you're you're always doing live auctions on Instagram? What is it, Daddy-O's toys and collectibles or vintage toys and collectibles, isn't it? I think I changed it. it was Daddy-O's toys and comics, I think straight away. Yeah. Okay, Daddy-O's toys and comics on Instagram. Go follow <laughs> him, guys, because this guy he give you some good deals, and he's um he's he's not uh, he's not pushy. You know, if you want to see something, he'll show it to you. And if you're like, nah, never mind, no big deal. He's not like a car salesman. But I mean, are besides that room, do you have toys anywhere else, or is that your toy room? You know, I don't. And, and Daddy O's was kind of born from necessity. I, I was doing very well. I'd worked my way through the you know corporate ladder kind of thing, and I was doing very well. And I was laid off eventually. And I large collection of Star Wars and, and other items that I just gotten for myself. And out of necessity, you know, Daddy's was kind of born. And so uh, I started selling off some items uh, when I was uh, unemployed. And when I finally got a job back, I was like, wow, it's kind of, you know, something's hitting here. So, you know, I kind of backed away from I, I collect a little bit of things. I collect some things over the years and, you know, I've kind of um, given them up to Daddy's. I mean, I enjoy them for a little while, but I don't need to keep them forever. I've kind of turned into that kind of collector where, I don't mind having a few little things. I have a little shelf designated for myself above my desk in my office, and that's about it. 
Yeah. Um, any collections that I've kind of had, I've kind of given up all my childhood toys that I still have from childhood. Um, my daughter has, and my son has. Yeah. So all of those, if I had C3PO or you know, I probably had 30 or 40 Star Wars figures from a kid, and both my children have all those. So I, you know, I just kind of wrote anything I come across, I might enjoy for a little bit, and I kind of pass it on. I really have not collected anything in the last few years because it's difficult to do with a business like this because I really get to come in contact with all those things. And enjoy them for a little bit and then pass them on. Make a yeah. couple bucks and, and provide. So it's, it doesn't hurt me to give them up oh, like I used to. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by toys right now. And okay. I mean, there's some of them that I get and I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, and there's no way I'd get rid of some of it. I mean, some of it, yeah, I'll get rid of. But there's some of it like I just got this. um have you seen the Death Metal Batman? Uh huh. And the Death Metal Batman bike. I mean, it's. I was in the bike. Oh no the 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 uh-huh. bo- the frame of it looks kind of like a the skeleton of a bat. Oh wow! It's pretty freaking wicked. Oh, that's pretty cool. So some of this stuff is really hard to look at it and go. Oh, maybe I'll get rid of it. No, I can't. I just. Like everybody has a childhood story. I grew up, you know, like all kids, like in toys, and it no, it went away for a little bit, and then the reissue of Star Wars came out in the mid early mid nineties. Was that ninety four, ninety five? Exactly ninety five, ninety six, something like that. And I've been a crackhead ever since, man. I can you know, I can't stop. My son was born in 99, so that's when, like, Phantom Menace came out, right. and so it kind of re- restarted that whole thing, and they came out with a new, you know, they, they changed some of the the, the first three, uh, I mean, four, five, and six, obviously, um, some changes or whatever, some technology, whatever changes, and then, you know, they, they, so the Phantom Menace came out, and that kind of recharged the whole thing, and my son was born by that time, so he got to go to the theater and see some of those movies, you know what I mean, you know, you know two and three he did, right. um, and got to grow up with that kind of you know, he had seen the four, five, and six with me probably three hundred times before he saw one, two, and three. So yeah, well, that's the that's the way out, you so. should see it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's I mean, the way it was done. That's the way it was, that's the way we enjoyed it. That's the way it's supposed to be enjoyed. Right. I, I think I, to me, that's that's the only thing I would change is you know throw Rogue One in there, watch Rogue One first. You know. Exactly. Or watch it. Watch it where it goes. Exactly. There, yeah. Exactly. I mean. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like the solo thing. It's like um, you know the timeline. You know what I mean? It's like weird to start. There's a lot of them to choose from now. Yeah. Where to start? Do Do you see any of these new toys that come out and go, man? I I like to have that. And I mean, if you obviously if you got it, you'd probably sell it soon, right. wouldn't you? Pretty much. I mean, yeah, that's just kind of the thing, like I was saying before, you know, I've kind of changed my little, you know, like you're saying about your office, like I'm surrounded by all these great toys, I'm like, so am I. And in two weeks, they'll all be different. And in two weeks from now, they'll all be different again. So, I mean, that's the enjoyment for me at this point where that's the a, more I that's turn, the That's a really the more good I way see. to look at it. <laughs> you know, and, and, and life is short and, and things are, um, you know, you Attachment, you know, you get to, I've learned something about memories. I was, I've done some research about memories, and, and you have that smell of that first kiss, or whatever you have from your childhood, that toy that you crack open that first Star Wars toy, that smell, mm-hmm. the first cassette oh, yeah. tape, all those kind of smells and those those associations. The more that you rehash, like you had a certain feeling from that, 
if you open them up every day, you would lose that original. You're you're watering down that original memory. So the longer I search out or I have a toy that I had as a child, it it's it's slowly wearing away from my um, original fundamental enjoyment memory. And it's like watching Indiana Jones a thousand times. Well, I don't remember the way that you know before I watched it the last thousand times. It was probably three or four years before I hadn't seen it as a child. And so the excitement was still associated with that childhood and that, that, that energy and that just, wow, you know, just blowing you away with that, that type of an adventure. I mean, it, 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 again, it truly is, it truly is a drug. It's like, you're always chasing that high of opening that toy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And that's part of my, like I said, you know, I don't hang on to things. I, I appreciate the fact that I've got to hang on to them. And if you don't buy them for a couple of weeks, I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's like something <laughs> I joke on the, on the show. I'm like, you guys don't want this. You might never see it again. Or, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> it just depends, you know? Yeah, I like your uh, I like your Arnold you painted. That's really cool. That looks good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, it's one of those items that's just like, all right, if you guys don't buy this thing this month, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take it apart. Are you going to sell it? You know, I might do it. Apparently, apparently people like my customs. <laughs> <laughs> So without disclosing any trade secrets, how do you, how do you find the stuff for, that you do for your auctions? Well, you know, everywhere, you know, everywhere, everywhere and everything. I mean, there's flea markets and thrift stores and, you know, online. Do people um, ever reach out to you and say, hey, I got some stuff to sell you? And that's where I was getting to. Over After the last three years, I've established enough relationships where I've got people where I can either go, hey, I've got five hundred dollars. I need this, 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 and this. Or I can be like, "Hey, whenever you find this, this, and this, you let me know." And I've got people that basically search South Florida for me, knowing what I'm looking for. And there are people out there that kind of not necessarily work for me, but they're friends that don't don't right. collect toys or sell toys. And you know, I'll trade them records for those toys if they sell records. Or I'll work some kind of deal out. Kind of establish myself as friendly in uh, trading, and I'll trade with you because value is funny. Cause, you know. If I trade you something that costs me a quarter, I found a let's say I found a Mercedes for a quarter, and that Mercedes has value. It's, it's a working car. And I found it for a quarter. Um, am I gonna sell it for fifty cents and double my money and think I did a good job? Well, no, it's worth a lot more, obviously. And someone else says, "Hey, I have, you know, the Star Wars collection. It's worth five thousand dollars. I mean, the car's worth ten grand, but I'll give you this five thousand dollars Star Wars collection for that Mercedes that you have. Well, I paid a quarter for Mercedes. I got lucky one day." You yeah, know I mean, you have to be out there and find the stuff. Sometimes you get lucky. Sometimes I've found some craziest stuff and turned around and made a thousand dollars that hour, and was able to put that money towards buying more toys and, and to putting. You know, there's just it kind of it just kind of has to keep going. How, you know? how do you how do you determine what's a fair price and what's BS and what's tomfoolery or whatever? Well, I personally. You know, after I mean, the beginning is a little more difficult. After the last three years, I can, you know, I can pretty much look at it no, because and it's also, you know, you look at eBay. Everybody looks at eBay. We'll start there. Well, I mean, okay, look at eBay. Like you'll you'll, you know, you'll say you want ten bucks for this, but somebody says I'll give you seven, and you think about it, and you're like, okay. Exactly. Well, with that, I go okay. With the lots that I buy, say I buy a thousand items, and I, you know, you pay five hundred dollars, and you pay that, then you're fifty cents per item, and you go okay, all these items are worth two dollars. But I got them for fifty cents. But there's five or ten items that are worth twenty bucks a piece. Yeah. So I'm gonna put twenty bucks on them. Somebody offers me fifteen for that twenty dollar item. I know that I paid as a lot. I may have to sell a lot of those two dollar items to make up for it. 
but I'll take fifteen dollars for that twenty dollar item. Oh wow! But you have to do the math. It's all about math. You really gotta pay. You gotta pay attention to your lots. You really gotta pay attention to what you're putting in things because I can buy a lot of stuff because it's a good deal and not sell it. So every quarter you're like, oh, I spent a quarter. That's a big deal. You do that ten thousand times, you get a big problem if you're not selling those quarters for fifty cents, or at least for your quarter, or thirty five cents. You know what I mean? You're gonna have a big problem. So it's like, oh, that's a great deal, but can I sell it? Well, like yeah. you know, some some like we were saying the modern Star Wars figures, they're they're more out there, obviously. Right. You know, the different crowds, the different. There's a little, little lower price point. Right. Yeah, I think it it has to do with like you know sold and what what sells and what hasn't sold. So again, something maybe inexpensive and say someone goes, I want five dollars for this. Like, it's it's a good item, yes, but I know I sell them for three hours. So it's not a good item for me. But out out and of that lot of like five hundred dollars, like a whole bunch of stuff, and you 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 say okay, you do the math and you spent fifty cents per item, but the, you know there are some items out there worth more. I mean, do you go exactly. by do you go by eBay? Do you go if if you know that this figure is worth twenty five dollars? Are you going to stand firm at that twenty five dollars because you know that's what it's worth, or are you going to go, uh, okay, I'll do eighteen dollars on it? Yeah, and I'm more likely. I mean, anyway, it's one of my shows, and you included. I mean, you know that I'm a little more flexible because I'm not eBay, and I don't want to be. I want you to go to eBay and say, "Well, it's twenty five dollars all day. They're selling for twenty five bucks all day long." But Ryan's going for fifteen. Yeah. Ryan's willing to do fifteen on that one because I know that I'm. You know what I mean? It's like I, I want the deal. I'd rather do it. If, I don't. I want you to be happy a thousand times. Instead of you know you not being so happy, and I'm me making three hundred dollars on you one time. But, but you still have to make money on, on it for the rest of your life. You still <laughs> have to make money so you can keep doing it, though. That's, that's a, it's a tough thing. It is very tough. I mean, to if do you that. come home with five hundred, you spend five hundred dollars on a lot of toys, and right. you end up making four hundred dollars on all of it. Your wife right. is not going to be too thrilled. <laughs> and I don't think oh, no. you're going to yeah. be too thrilled about that either, dude. <laughs> No, you know, I, I was in the stock market for many, many years, and one of the rules are uh, never lose money. So, you know, exactly. it'll stay on my watch. If I paid a quarter for it and you're offering me 15 cents, it's going to stay right there until I get my quarter uh, or my 50 cents. Um, it's going to stay right there. So I will hold my ground as far as that goes because I know I'm giving a good deal. I know you go look at eBay and it's 25 bucks on there. If I'm at 18, then I'm probably going to budge. You know, I, th- I'll, I think. I'll, but I'm very flexible. You know, the more you buy, the better the deal, obviously. And, I think the um, shipping costs on eBay are out of control. They are. And I'll tell you something. I do sell on eBay uh, pretty regularly because, there's and again, somebody asked me the other day, I was like, what do you, if you don't sell the people on the live auctions, I mean, you can't force feed the stuff. If people don't want it, it's okay. I'm fine with that, but I've got to certainly move it. Um, so I do sell on eBay. Uh, what they did was, eBay is funny, but sometimes I'll put in, the, you have to, preset the weight and dimensions and things like that and pick, pick out US, you know, partial select or first class or, or whatever. Um, sometimes it will override that in eBay and whack the customer for, for an additional charges. And I always go, I just take their address, go into PayPal and send it from there. So I don't understand that there's some wonky stuff with eBay and they do give the discount to the sender, like the, the, the customer, the, the uh, excuse me, the, the owner. Like I get a discount on shipping, you know, it's eight percent or twelve percent or whatever it is. They'll give you a little kick off the shipping. The shipping itself went up not too much. I mean, not too long ago, a few months ago, ridiculous amount. I mean, it's all across the board, of course. Like it's like cardboard. You know, boxes cost more money because cardboard stock is is kind of like you know um, these the trade um, 
um, uh, fat, that was it called, uh, pork bellies or something like that. Yeah. Or fat back or something like that. Some, some sort of trade long time ago, but that was kind of the same kind of concept. What's, what's one of the weirdest things you've ever come across? One of the weirdest things. Yeah. You ever come, come across anything that you've bought? That's just like, wow, this is, this is an odd piece. You know, like a, like a, I don't know, an Iron Man ghost rider. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I do, I do come across some, some other, some Frankensteins every now and then some kids put stuff together and then, and, uh, <laughs> and every now and then, but I, I've, 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 I, I enjoy the finding something that I've never seen before. Like I've found some staroids. I've never heard of it before. What is it? Um, Johnson, some staroids, S T A R R O I D S. It's like a never kind of a large headed kind of Star Wars knockoff kind of the, that era and they're and they're ridiculously expensive i think i had like three or four of them earlier this year or, or late last year on like bootlegs yeah they're kind of but they're not like a weird sticker on the front they're kind of like alien looking bigger heads there's like a big head version that it's worth more it's i'd never heard of them, but it was cool to go that looks old that looks cool spacey and then that kind of sci-fi stuff yeah. and i thought it was really cool i wound up being you know a the best item in the, in the box, uh, which can happen in this industry. Uh, there has to be some customer related stories to tell. What, what has been some of like the oddest situations or requests you've had to deal with? Hmm. Well, you know, I think that ordinarily people will find that they have, have problems. I have a fantastic group on Instagram and I just, I, the only times I have problems to be honest with you is on eBay. I think it's just the distance. It's like when you're when you're yelling at somebody in your car. As soon as they get out of your car, you, you change your tone. Um, I think that dealing with people personally on Instagram, people are, are behave themselves and just act right, and yeah. that it just carries forward in the business. People do business well, I and mean, it's not just it's not a show. People tend to like <laughs> do well on there and, and behave right, and I don't have problems on there. And I, you know, there are certainly some customers that value their items. That's that's maybe the biggest thing is that sometimes customers will say, "Hey, I, you know, I do consignment on a, on." occasion someone say hey i have a large collection of toys you know my friend died my father died whatever grandfather died whatever it may be i'll wind up going to see a large collection and these people have done their research on ebay and they will get the highest prices plus 20 percent, and they will just want the world for these um collections and so sometimes it's hard to kind of convey to them that no that's that tencent comic was made in 1999 it's not a tencent comic anymore even though it does say 10 cents on it they're just kind of out of the loop is how um, how things work. Well, yeah, they, so it makes they, it they, look at, difficult to do they look at eBay and it's worth right. ten bucks, and they they want twelve bucks for it. And, right, and not and they have to realize for three. <laughs> they have to realize that if you're going to buy that collection, you're not buying it for your for shits and giggles for fun. You're buying it to sell. Oh, it's a business, and you got to yeah. yeah, it's a business. You got to make yeah, money off on that. Bone. Yeah, yeah. I got a story for you to tell. A while back, and all these guys that we all hang with in the in the in the live auction, Bantha, Red Mm -hmm. Sox. I'm just saying their names so they can hear their name on here. Seventy three Lair Bears as name. Sideshow. Sideshow. (laughs) But we all witnessed a guy come in, and you know where I'm going with this. A guy Tell that you. wanted this figure, this this purple ninja, <laughs> <laughs> and well, Chuck Norris, I think. All of a sudden, there was a bidding war, 
between no, I do remember that. two people. And then it just got out of hand. And it was like seven or $800 for this figure. Yeah. And yeah. this guy wanted... Then he turned around and wanted like your whole collection. Oh yeah, want to buy the whole room? Yeah, I, I want to know about the behind the scenes of that. Like, what was okay. going through your mind when this auction is going from ten bucks to twelve bucks to seven hundred dollars? Well, you know, it sounded obviously it's fishy. And when you're like, oh, I'm like, saw things for money. If somebody wants it that bad, I mean, obviously, it's obviously nowhere near worth that. And you just kind of wonder what's the scoop and you kind of go, hmm, I'll let this ride and kind of feel it out and see what happens. Guys, I didn't recognize the guy's name, but apparently, um, yeah, I, it was a new guy. And then the other guy that he was bidding with, I didn't know. And, and you know, certainly welcome, welcome new people all the time. But I, I don't know you. And you're not, I've never seen your name before. Um, but I've recognized the guy's name. I'm like, where do I know that from? So I looked it up after the show. Um, again, he and the other guy were bidding up to seven hundred dollars on this figure for ten bucks, fifteen bucks, twenty bucks, maybe. You know, with a weapon. Well, I think I and looked so, that purple ninja up, and on card, it was like twenty or twenty-five bucks. Yeah, yeah, mint <laughs> graded ten point yeah. zero. You know? <laughs> it's like twenty-eight dollars. You know, so I looked him up, and apparently he reached out to me to buy some things from me and he was he was kind of tedious he was like hey can i look at this figure and look at definitely my client so a bunch of pictures or whatever it was i had the, you know history and then that was pretty much it and i don't remember there was nothing much to it um so the guy offered after the show to, to buy the rest of my collection for ten thousand twenty thousand dollars whatever he's saying for everything I, was to have, I had a flag in there and i had some other things that were posted in there so i kind of do the math and oh that's right you, did you get rid of that flag yet it did sell finally, yes. A gentleman actually in Tampa who restores them bought it, oh, and okay. he is restoring it right now. So, yeah. Okay. Go on. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. That's all right. It's like, oh, by the way, does that sell? <laughs> you still have that? I don't uh, want it, but I think it's cool, but yeah. I'm good. It was a cool display, but if I could put it together and had it in the room there, if I had room, that would have been neat to yeah. have it display figures and display vehicles and things like that. It would have been pretty neat, but... <laughs> Where am I? Where am I going to sit? <laughs> you need that tabletop, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah. he wound up. Um, I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, here's my offer, and here's this and that." And he wasn't getting back to me, and he was like, "Okay," and a little bit funny. And I was like, "Well, he's, he's like, well, I don't think I want that anymore. Like, That's fine." I was like, "You still want the figure for seven hundred dollars?" He's like, "Ha ha, nanny nanny boo boo." You know, he's like, "I was doing like this." 11 year old or something all of a sudden and this guy was like <laughs> you know eat shit and you know you, you blah 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 and you know i got you and i'm like I'm, who are you and what you get me for and how'd you get me because no money exchange i mean what what in the real world did you how did you get me but okay so i guess he said that i screwed him over and i said well i don't even know you i'm not sure how i screwed him he's like well you uh, didn't get back to me when you said you were going to look at my stuff or something like that. I'm like, bro, you're not well. <laughs> you don't sound well. <laughs> you're not friend. well. You're not well. So, uh, yeah, I blocked that dude. But, yeah, he, he just didn't sound like he was all there. I guess he got offended. I wasn't interested in his, I, his toys or something. I, I had know, said something know, to him about that situation, and he told me that I should stay away and not buy anything from you because you just rip people <laughs> off. I was like, dude, I've been buying from that guy for a long time. And he has hey, not one time ripped me off. <laughs> no, no, not a rip off guy. I don't stay in bed. Maybe, can you imagine the, the, the mob? If I was 
cheating people, this many people, this long. I mean, how can you, you wouldn't get, you would make it three months, first of all. No kidding. You know what I mean, they, they, social media light you up and you'd be done. They'd find you and they would come to your house and pick your, you'd be done. Okay. Yeah. He's just standing for the for the money. So obviously, <laughs> and, you know, he's also he doesn't realize in a group with like thirty gentlemen who have been buying for me successfully for three or four years, two or three years, you know, at least most of them. They're all like, "Who's this nut job <laughs> talking crazy about Ryan?" That's that's so, what that's, that's what bothers me. Like there was something in there. I I don't remember who the guy's name, but I bid on something. And usually everybody's like really cool and really respectful. Right. And, you know, they'll bid against you. But, yeah. you know, you can, for some reason, you could tell. But right. somebody, some stranger that just came in started bidding against me. Right. And I was like, you son of a. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was talking about. A week or so ago, I was talking about publicity. And so, you know, I got I to gotta work on some publicity, get the Because I said, I can't rely on you guys to do that. And Wilmer's like, nope. <laughs> it's like, this is my honey hole. I don't invite people to my honey oh. hole. You know? <laughs> I don't I'm not going to tell you where I get my stuff. <laughs> well, it's a great deal. It's a great time. I, I, I know all 12 people, 15 people that show up. I don't want any more new, buy, new people. Like, no. Bring your friends. And then, then I'll hit the same guy will turn around and be like, man, you guys, you kill my wall this month. Well, invite some friends and spread the, spread the pain around there. You know? <laughs> Just, well, you, you do have a new customer. The, um, the guy from England. I do. There's another, another gentleman from England. And he seems really respectful. Super nice guy. Yeah. Certainly welcome. I'm, <laughs> I'm, money, I'm, I'm perfectly That's happy great. with those kind of people. But when people Absolutely. like Bantha take my Darth Vader flashlight from me... <laughs> that's when I have a problem. <laughs> hey, I like a little, like a little blood in the streets, guys. You guys play too nice. Like I said, I'm going to play everybody's enemies in here and start whacking these bills. <laughs> like, man, he's getting stuff for three, four bucks. Piss, piss daddy off. Now everything's seven or eight dollars. <laughs> I did buy something from somebody else. I forgot their name. I think it was like Toys Alive or something. I think you've seen it. They, they've, yeah. they've come into the room a couple times. Yeah, I think I sold them a couple times. But I bought a uh, Mickey, like Mickey Mouse comic uh-huh. from 1958. Nice. It's five bucks. I can't go wrong. It's, Even it, it was worth five bucks. Who cares? Well, it's, I, it's, I have it now for five it, bucks. It's not in the greatest shape, but that yeah. I think I paid like $9 with shipping and everything. And with just the reaction and look on my mom's face when she was going through looking at the old drawings, the old ads oh, sure. was worth every bit of that nine or $10 or whatever it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's so. what I do. And that's what this is. You know, that's what we're all doing. You know, we're just getting that flash of man. I have not laid eyes on that in 33 years. Oh, There's no way I mean, I've not seen it. It's not gone through my brain in three decades. Like I haven't had a hand. <laughs> In 30 or 40 years. That's what we're doing. That's what I'm doing. You know, and that's, I'm getting those toys back to people. I'm not going to beat you over the head over it. And at the end of the day, I'm out there searching. I get, I'm doing what I can, but I still got to provide. Still certainly a business. Certainly, certainly, uh, you know, miles to feed as everybody else does. And we right. do what we do, but we've been doing it for three years and we do it fairly so we can continue to do it. You know, we yeah. don't, like I said from the very, very beginning, I said, I don't, I don't want, your money one time. I want little bits of money for a long, long, long time. <laughs> and I'll treat you good. You treat me good. And, and, and that's, know, your wife will never know. That's an, <laughs> and that's another good thing about 
about you, your sale, your, I don't know how to put it. That's, that's a good thing about how you think with your selling. You're, you're not pushy. You're not expensive. You work with people. Sure. If, if they don't, if they change their mind, you're like, okay, cool. And you're just, you're just not a jerk about it. And, you know, Nobody like, likes jerks. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel Nobody like I'm. I don't feel like I'm walking onto a used car lot when I walk into your chat right. room or your live auctions. And to to my yeah to to my I like hearing that because that's kind of the goal. Because at the end of the day, if I go out and I say this all the time in the auction, I'm like, imagine you're out I'm, me. I'm out in the store. I pick up something thinking, oh, what's oh, I like this. I'm like, eh, you know what? I don't like as much as I think I did. And you know what? I think I have one of these anyway. Put it back on the shelf. Yeah. Does anybody come up to me and say, Are you sure? No. <laughs> you just put it down and keep moving. You're I treat my office, my, my store. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. Like a Walmart well, employee coming up to you. The restocking fee is twelve bucks. You <laughs> might as well just take it. <laughs> a Walmart employee come up to you. <laughs> like yeah. Are you sure you, you know sure? what? Come on, you, you know sure? you want it. Yeah. Is it really shiny for you? Got I, I, there, I'll knock a dollar off for you. I I, yeah, I won't yeah, even charge you for the weird. bag. <laughs> it would be very be odd. Weird, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't come across very, very not odd, dude. If you ever make it up to Columbus, you've got to absolutely, dude. You have to check out Big Fun. Uh, yeah, I think you. I think I watched one of your videos or your yeah. podcast or something like that. It was like of the store. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh my god! And and just like with your merchandise, it changes all the time. Yeah, and that's what I love. I, I, me and me and my son, I, and that's another thing. I'm getting my son into this stuff. Sure. And like I bought him that. I well, he paid for it. The uh, the inspector gadget I got from you. Yeah. He knew more about that thing in 10 minutes than I'll ever care to know about that thing. And then I was on the road and he FaceTimed me. Right. And he says, Dad, the uh, stuff from Daddy-O came. And I was <laughs> like, oh, you're Inspector Gadget? He's like, yeah. And he shows it to me on FaceTime. That thing is freaking huge. Oh, yeah. I did not expect it to be that big. That's monster, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I got to find the hat for it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's kind of the terror, too. So this is a collector and a, a searcher. You know, I find stuff. You know, it's like, I have to save them. I'm like, I know it's not, I know he's broken. I know he's missing his hat. But I got to save him. I can't leave him here. You know, if <laughs> you, buy him and if find you the come hat. across the hat, let me know. Of course, of because course. I, list. I, will, I will get it for him. I wouldn't even auction it. <laughs> just yeah. call you and say, yeah. here you go. Yeah, I, yeah. He, would, he would love it. And, you know, oh, yeah. I, 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 do your, like, I would think, like, when I was a kid, at my age now, I'm 46, and I remember my father being my age, vaguely. And right. my folks, like, both of them, neither one. I mean, they got into Patty Loveless when we all kind of moved out of the house and started following her around like psychopaths. But right. um, Patty knew him. Patty Loveless knew him by, by name and by face. She'd see him and wave at him. Well, parrot heads or something, right? <laughs> yeah, they're patty heads. <laughs> patty heads. <laughs> but uh, but they, 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 never, they never did stuff like this. 
They never had toys. They never got right. stuff that they had when they were young. But I mean, the only thing they did that they dealt with when that they did when they were young was the music they listened to. Sure. You know, I listened to the same music I listened to when I was in high school. You know, Megadeth, Anthrax. Right. You know. If they ain't broken, don't fix it, right? Right. And now I understand <laughs> why they listened to B97 and right. it was always, you know, doo-wop and stuff. The best times. That's that's the that's the music that they listen to that gives them that memory of some of the best times yep. of their life. And that is exactly exactly why I continue to collect toys and continue to listen to Anthrax and Megadeth and Metallica and all that (laughs) stuff I grew up with. And I don't exactly know where, oh, okay. Do your kids look at your toys and go, wow, my dad is almost 50 years old and he's collecting toys? Well, if if I, if they they ashamed of you, are they weirded out by it? Well, let me put it this way. My daughter has two shelves like I have in my office with all of my original Star Wars on them. How old is your daughter? So she, She's 12. She's a good kid. <laughs> yes. My, my 22-year-old son um, has everything else. I mean, it was a skateboard. I mean, my daughter's got one of my skateboards. My son's got a couple of my skateboards. Um, and old T-shirts. And then it was, you know, anything was fine. And it was cool. I didn't sell it. I gave my kids. So that way I knew I could just sell it like crazy. Anything I find, even just like I had when I was a kid, it's not the one I had when I was a kid. Unless it's one of those 10 items or 20 items I'm really looking for. Right. You know, just to fill in the blanks of my childhood. Then that's, then, you know. So did you have the blue and yellow executioner skateboard with the dragon on it? Um, I did, yes. Oh. And Vision Gator, it's a Mark McGill's. I had some, um, a couple Tony Hawks. I only had one um, skateboard and somebody broke it. <laughs> well, then we kept breaking them, so we kept getting them. But I would get, there was an older cat down the street that would, that had the ramps and the, the quarter pipes and were always going down the hill and always had the good skateboards. And so they would trash them out and they would sell them to us for, you know, whatever, cigarettes. So you would, and, uh, uh, you'd drop in? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Back in the day, I had a buddy. Uh, his, Not in a million uh, years. In backyard. Not in a million years would I do it. Well, my daughter started. I taught both of my kids to skate. My son can ollie over a trash can. He's insane. Mm. My daughter is learning to ollie, but she. I just started taking her to a skate park down the street. There's one locally, and you can like skate for. I mean, like it's a membership. You know, it's like twenty five bucks for six months or something like that. You take yeah. over there. It's all gated. She goes in there. It's like cool. It's like quarters and ramp, like small ramps and stuff like that. And she's gone out there. She, she can. You know, she doesn't drop in yet. I'm still teaching her to Ollie. She says got the mechanics down. She understands how to do it, just hasn't gotten the snap to get it done. Right. You gotta get you the know, coordination she, to do it. You gotta right. get off the ground. She doesn't realize that it's not clicking a board makes you go up. You have to like lift yourself up. <laughs> you know, you kind of Oh, float. she thinks the board pushes you up. Exactly. You're snapping it and you're dragging that right foot or your forward foot up along the skateboard and pulling it up into the air. By its side, by your side of your shoe, as you lift your left foot up in order to catch it as it comes up. So right, I could yeah. I could ollie and get it up off the ground maybe in a couple inches, but I was no, never good at it. But I rode and I I like tied a rope on my friend's bicycle seat and he pulled me. I I was good enough to not kill myself. 
to not die. <laughs> yeah, just enough to ride it as transportation. That grind a whole layer of skin. I couldn't yeah. do any tricks. I couldn't ride the rails or none of that. <sighs> but <laughs> I could rail slide. I wasn't great. I mean, I'm, you know, I could rail slide. I made my rail slides. I could drop in. You know, maybe do one turn. You know, one up on my knees. But you know, they're. Uh, I just had fun. I just enjoyed. You know, popping up on things and just being where you weren't supposed to be. And, I think yeah, it's, skating. I think it's I think it's really cool that your kids don't look at you like a lunatic about the toys because that's some like I was saying about my parents never having stuff like this. You know, I I'm curious what like kids think nowadays like if they walk into, you know, your your room like your your kids your kids friends walk into your office and see all the toys that your dad collects toys. What the hell is wrong with your dad? Yeah, right. How old is he again? Yeah, right. but... level three. He's third, Yeah, <laughs> you know when it's um, you know, it, luckily my kid, my my son, he he sells records and he's really into records and old books and he sells antiques. So he still kind of does like I do. He's kind of a hustler. He goes to college and hustles, and he sells you know lots of records and old books and typewriters and things like that. He fixes up and stuff like that. So he's kind of got it in his blood. My daughter loves going thrifting with me. She goes out with the stores, and we always get lunch. So maybe it, but <laughs> maybe yeah. a free lunch. But she likes going, and, and she helps me with my auctions when, I'm, when they're over. She'll you know coordinate people and make piles for me and stuff like that. So she's involved, but she's a girl, so she likes to. Uh, I, I, I think it's I think it's <laughs> cool that you know she's got some of your old figures. You know, uh, I don't have a lot of the vintage figures. Um, you know, I don't collect to save them to put my kids through college later on. Right. I collect them cause I like toys and I want to open a box and it's really warmed my heart the past couple of weeks to see my son start wanting to buy vintage figures. That's cool. It, I, that, that vintage Darth, didn't I buy a vintage Darth Vader from you? I believe you did. I did. And I had a lightsaber here. And I put the lightsaber oh, in it, perfect. and somehow my son talked me into it. That's so cool. now he's got it. But yeah, when we went to that big it's fun cool toy to store, he found a vintage <laughs> Chewbacca with a, a repro gun and yeah. a vintage Stormtrooper. And nice. he wanted them both, and he bought them both with his own money. And I came home from work. Yeah, I came home from work and they were sitting. They were sitting on his yeah. on his in front of his TV, and I was like, "That's awesome!" I took a picture yeah, of my it. Boy. <laughs> yeah, it's beaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've it's got right. I've right. got I've got a couple things that I will never sell or never open. I've got a George Lucas um, in the stormtrooper suit. Oh well, and. Um, I got a Princess Leia in the slave bikini because you know they're not uh, selling that yeah. anymore. And um, I think that's all I got that's in the package still. But yeah, I've got a custom lightsaber that I'll never. I mean, if I don't get a thousand bucks for it, you ain't getting it. I don't care what I paid for it. I don't care I don't what want it's worth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, How much is it? You want to sell it? Yeah, it's 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 awesome. I've had it since I believe I've had it for 
20 years or more. Yeah. At this point, too. And I bought it. I, I, it was before the internet was huge where you can just buy stuff on the internet all the time. And it was a company called Park Sabres. What was on board? No, no. It was in a sci fi magazine. Oh. (laughs) And they had a, like a two page spread. And I called the number and I said, I want a lightsaber that looks like Darth Vader's. And they said, well, we can't make it look exact because of copyright. We'll, we'll make it as close as we're allowed. It cost me $367 and change. Wow. And I got it about a month later. And it's hardly seen the air. You know, the, oh, sure. It's been in a case or in my sock drawer. <clears throat> but <laughs> shortly after I met my wife, for like my birthday or something, she got me a, a shadow box case and the foam and the black fabric and I cut out the shape and I got lights in it it's hanging on the wall I was going to say you're going to display that you know? oh yeah it's displayed don't touch it but display it you know? oh yeah <laughs> it's displayed <clears throat> nice well it has been a thrill and an honor to talk to you it's uh, I could sit here and talk about toys all, all the time man I mean <laughs> I love this stuff <clears throat> absolutely and uh, I I appreciate you taking the time out and um, talking to me. Well, I appreciate and, uh, it. appreciate you inviting me. Can you uh, let me let all six of these people know where uh, you can be found? Absolutely on uh, Instagram. It's at Daddyos Toys and Comics, all one word. Uh, Facebook Daddyos Toys and Comics, and mm, that's about where I'm at right now. All right, cool. All right, man. Well, um, that's all the time we got. We'll uh, we'll let you go, and um, eh, that's it, man. <laughs> I appreciate awesome. it. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. All right, bye.